Statistically Speaking is brought to you by Statista. Get your free trial today by visiting Statista.com and gain access to over 80,000 topics from over 18,000 sources. Welcome to Statistically Speaking. My name is Zach Lloyd, and today we'll be speaking with Matthew Struble, who spearheads the telecom teams here in the New York office at Statista. How are you doing today, Matt? Uh, no complaints. Uh, thank you for having me, Zach. Uh, it's snowy outside here in New York City, but you know, other than that, everything's going well. Yeah. Today we're going to be discussing the next big thing in tech and consumer electronics. Now, over the past few years, we've seen several technologies that have been touted as the next big thing. And while some of these products have taken off, you know, others have yet to deliver on that hype. So among the big tech trends of the past few years, we've seen 4K or Ultra HD TVs that have been the most successful in turning that hype into actual sales. Now, the Consumer Technology Association projects that 4K TV sales in the U.S. alone is going to amount to $15.9 billion this year, leaving all the other emerging tech categories far behind. And earlier this month, Statista released an infographic that shows the estimated revenue from sales of emerging tech products in the U.S. for 2018, and you can find that chart at statista.com slash chart of the day. And this infographic really illustrates that products like smart speakers and other smart home products, these are expected to see significant growth this year, while virtual reality and consumer drones continue to lag behind with mainstream audiences. So Matt, my first question for you is, when we take a look at all of these trends, which is the most expected for you? So yeah, that's a good question, Zach. And then so really, in my honest opinion, I mean, I believe that 4K television is by far the most expected development. It's really been about 20 years since individuals have, you know, consumers have been out there purchasing flat screen TVs, HD television, so high definition television really came out full swing to consumers about 20 years ago. Uh, so you do have a good amount of consumers who are now finally upgrading their TVs. I mean, they've had these TVs for a decade now. And even, you know, I think one of the trends that we're seeing uh, specifically with 4K TVs is that a lot of the new additions that you're going to get with those TVs, so even if you're just trying to do a standard upgrade of the television you currently have, you're undoubtedly going to be just kind of upgrading into that 4K space. It's becoming a new standard for television specifically. Um, so I believe that that one is definitely the most expected when it comes to uh, really the next big trend in this technology space. Yeah, and I'd have to agree with you there, but were there any other products or categories on this list that maybe weren't quite as expected or you found surprising? Definitely drone technology specific to consumer drones. I believe the drone market is fairly saturated at this point with different tiers of drones going to different tiers of consumers. Kind of really on the base level, you have the cheaper drones in that 20 to you know maybe $200 range. Now, those are going to give the users the feeling of flying a drone, the unique aerial perspective that a drone would bring to the table. But really, there are kind of only two avenues past that initial base level tier of a drone owner. Uh, you know, you have the person who is going to use that as a stepping stone to maybe get a more professional drone or you have the ones that are just going to let it collect dust after three months of using it just because there is real no purpose other than the occasional perspective or use to get aerial footage. So you'd mentioned a few things there. You mentioned that at least with the 4K TVs, they're becoming higher quality, definitely at a lower price. Are there any particular drivers that are really pushing into this massive growth for these technologies right now? Really, there are many drivers in this area. Internet penetration rate is huge, decreased product costs, machine learning, and just more efficient manufacturing. 
But I think most importantly, interest in these products to consumers is at an all-time high. You know, in some cases, that is kind of creating a disconnect between the expectations of what this technology will bring to a consumer. And really a good example of that is virtual reality. So if you ask 10 people, you know, what VR is, nine of them will tell you virtual reality. We just recently did a survey on Statista um, where 92% of people do understand the term virtual reality. Uh, But to the consumer view of these products, it's still slightly misguided. So in our recent survey, they did indicate that 39% of U.S. consumers are just not interested in VR because they are not interested in video games. But in reality, consumers do believe that VR headsets have many dynamic use cases. So, you know, in that survey, we mentioned that 57% Uh, envision VR being used for movies and TV, 41% saying education. So despite the public interest being huge in this VR market, uh, it seems a little misguided in the actual use cases of moving forward with virtual reality. So it's a little bit of both, you know, uh, accurate promotion in the media, letting the actual consumer know exactly what this product is, as well as decreased price and increased quality. Those all have an effect on which of these is actually going to grow. Absolutely. Now, out of these categories here, we have ultra-high-def TVs, wearables, smart homes, smart speakers, etc. Do you think any of these are in a sort of bubble, or does one have more longevity than the other? Or? In terms of a bubble, I see smart speakers kind of in that case of getting closer to a bubble. Uh, really what I think is going to happen is that these smart speakers are going to be more integrated with other smart home technologies. And really, you know, while the speaker technology is increasing and a lot of people do have interest in having that device you know there are other cases where there's just absolutely no interest in having one of these devices in your homes a report by ipsos came out recently that we have available on our on our platform and it said that the likeliness of individuals in the uk owning a smart speaker 56 percent of them said that they just had no interest in them whatsoever uh, so really you know it, it's one of those ideas that the smart speaker is great for music, but when we start adding screens and other smart home technology, we're going to get further away from the core strength of that actual smart speaker and get closer to just a well-rounded smart home piece of technology. All right, so we're talking about longevity and you know how long these actual products are going to be viable on the market. Do you find any common pitfalls for tech products like this? I don't know if it's necessarily a pitfall, uh, but I think one trend that we'll see kind of going into the future is that a lot of these products are going to merge into almost solo tech products. Uh, You know, a good example of this, um, you know, something along the lines of a smart TV and the smart speaker. You know, a lot of these new smart TVs are actually being sold, they're a connected device. So they're connected through the internet and capable of the smart functionality, connecting to a YouTube, a Netflix, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then so Amazon, for example, they went out, they created the Echo, you know, really a standalone speaker and virtual assistant, uh, but they've already come out with a newer model, the Echo Show, which has a display on it. So with that display, you're building in more functionality, video chat, but the next innovation may just be having all of that functionality that you're getting with a virtual assistant and through these smart speakers being built into a smart TV and the smart technology there. And at the end of the day, I believe that all consumers, if you had a choice between having three devices in your house uh, that all have a different purpose versus having one standalone device that kind of hits all of those different points, that's kind of the trend that the market's going to be going to in the future. Connectivity might correlate to longevity. Absolutely. Great.
And do you see anything in this infographic that maybe is not as easy to read for a layman like myself? I mean, you're the tech expert here. Uh, what can we draw from behind the chart in terms of insights with regard to this development? The amount of data. So more technology, more connectivity, more data, and a lot of personal data too. Um, so data storage as a whole is a massive market. Uh, so much attention to cloud computing specifically, but the thing about cloud computing is yes, it is particularly attractive for you know enterprises because of expanded data storage um, and also workload capabilities, but an increase in storage doesn't always correlate to number one, a robust and safe backup, but in addition, uh, just overall cyber security and measures to keep all of that data protected. And so right now I saw an interesting quote that was, data is doubling in size every 18 to 24 months. So because of all of that new data being thrust into these marketplaces and just uh, really available for hackers or people with bad intentions with this data, we need to be even more on the lookout with our security measures behind these devices and this technology coming out. So earlier this month, I had a, kind of a personal question for you. We just had yeah. CES, the big conference this year. We saw a lot of exciting new tech coming out of that. Is there anything that you want to be on the lookout for that you would recommend that maybe people get excited about coming up? Um, I mean, in my opinion, I really do believe that autonomous driving is going to be one of the most disruptive technology coming out. You know, we saw a lot of that uh, coming out in CES with new, uh, more accurate autonomous vehicles. Um, and, you know, well, these other product lines you see, you know, for example, Samsung came out with, you know, a 146-inch television called The Wall. But at the end of the day, it's just a very large television. There isn't a lot of functionality that is being added to a lot of these technological products that is adding or changing that much about the core market. You see that with the Lenovo laptops, the Huawei phones. You know, they're adding new pieces of uh, technology that we definitely are interested in, but it's not disrupting the whole entire space. Whereas the autonomous vehicle is going to be an extremely influential piece of technology that is really going to change the whole entire automobile market and probably be the most disruptive. And in that case, I find it the most exciting to watch as an emerging technology. I think anything that changes very well-built infrastructure, like something like our transportation mode is here in, across the, all the countries, that changes that that much is going to be something that we have to definitely keep an eye out for in the next coming years. Absolutely. Well, thank you again to Matthew Struble, our resident tech and telecommunications expert. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Zach. Yeah, it's been great talking with you. And thank you again to all of our listeners. This is Statistically Speaking. And if you're so inclined, you can visit www.statista.com slash chart of the day to find all the infographics and reports that we discussed on today's program. Statistically Speaking is brought to you by Statista. Get your free trial today by visiting Statista.com and gain access to over 80,000 topics from over 18,000 sources.